0: Hello and welcome to The Coaching Roundtable. My name is Daniel Ferrugia, and I hope that you are joining us today for your long run or short run or if you're sitting around resting up and recovering from perhaps an injury such as myself. And luckily today I'm joined by two knowledgeable coaches who are going to give us some insight into what to do if we are suffering from an injury and how to sort of negotiate the mind as well, and so we've got mm. Isabel Ross. How are you, Isabel? I am
1: well, uninjured at the moment, which is always a bonus. So I'm doing fine.
0: Yeah, excellent. And uh, I see you're getting um, getting a little more freedom coming up soon, or oh, more or less. Well, like marginal. What? What? <laughs> no, not time curfew. Come on. Oh yeah, because yeah, you
1: can go. You I can go, go out, out at night and all do all
0: night nothing. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Small gains. Um, well,
1: yeah. Look, don't get me started on that one.
0: Okay. Few. Don't get me started. Or we might as well
1: just write off the whole podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Isabel's a massive party animal. She wants to get yeah, out and rage all totally. on Yeah. No, oh, and we've got uh, Ashley Drew joining us all the way from sunny Queensland. How are you, Ashley?
2: I'm good. Sunny Queensland. I'll tell you what, the temperature has dropped
0: uh, in the
2: last few days. And I'm pretty sure that that's due to South Australia sending up the cold weather. So, yeah, we had uh, some yeah. we had some
0: snow. Yeah, we had some wild stuff. But yeah, no, it was. Um, yeah, we
2: cold. didn't get to snow, of course, but uh, it still felt chilly. Yeah, so, it's weird. Yeah, just when you think you could pack everything away for winter.
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And um and yeah, so you're both um, we you're both fighting relatively fit, are we? Are we fighting fit? I, I'm
2: going to go that I'm technically well. Um, that's good. As in, I would say that I am as injury free as cancer will let me be.
0: That's good. Let's go with that. Excellent. That's That is good. Yeah. And you've been, you've been slaying some, uh, mountains again through the week. <laughs> I have,
2: I have, yeah. I, I, I started, uh, so I did a PB on Wednesday, which was, uh, we recorded on Tuesday last week, didn't we? Um, so, yeah, on Wednesday... No, we recorded...
1: And, I can't remember. Sorry, go
2: remember. on. <laughs> we recorded on a day ending in Y last week that none of us can remember. It was so <laughs> yeah. long ago.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah, so I, I went out and hit a PB on, uh, on the mountain. I knew that I'd be able to do it because I'd done it a couple of days earlier, but I couldn't count it for a couple of technical reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. in that I pressed stop on my watch because I chatted to somebody on the way up. And um, so I knew that I could hit the, the, the speed and the time, which was good to know. But as far as I was concerned, it, it didn't really count. Um, I sent a couple mm-hmm. of people a message saying I'd, I'd done it, but yeah, I couldn't announce that to the world. Um, and then, yeah, on Wednesday, I managed to to hit it and beat it by a couple of minutes, even though I didn't stop. Uh, which was, it felt really good. And then uh, Garmin kindly told me that I was overreaching. And, oh, uh,
0: yes, well, mm-hmm. I agree with Garmin a little bit. Yeah, after. I agree
1: with Garmin too. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: So, so Garmin confirmed what everybody else had been voicing, you guys yeah. and, and a couple of other mm-hmm. people. And uh, I went and tried again on the weekend. And yeah. the first 2K felt awesome.
0: You're addicted. And then I
2: just died. Uh, <laughs> I just died and it was just like yep okay so I am overreaching like there's no doubt about that
0: you you just need to do some flat some flatter runs yeah just some easy runs yeah
1: yeah well
2: I I got uh so I had cancer treatment yesterday and uh last night and it would normally happen today but it happened yesterday due to well being asked to do it yesterday um And so this morning I got completely ready to go for a run and then I just moved and I just, nerve pain, just ran through my body from the treatment site. Yeah. And I went, guess what? It's time to get back undressed and put everything away. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're going to end up with an injury by the end of this run, no matter how short or how far, And uh, which is a perfect segue into our chat today. Was Literally. me actually? I actually listened, which is a bit of a rarity. I did hum <laughs> and ah about that because I really yeah. did want to get out today, and uh, but no, I I have sat on my well, I haven't sat on my backside. I've I've spent the day cleaning because oh, I oh, that
1: sounds like fun. Yeah, mm. I, I I I don't do that. Cleaning, stay still. Yeah,
2: so. When I'm active, and then, mm-hmm. and then of course with the, the whole cancer thing, I'm either asleep or trying to or, go a million miles an hour.
0: Yeah. One or two. Yeah. to go somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I, I don't yeah. do
2: the middle very well.
0: well I think I you just, need to. Yeah,
2: I just I just never have. Yeah. You can ask anyone that knows me. I've never done middle of the road very well. It's either all or nothing type type deal. Yeah,
1: but you can do, but. Taking it easy is giving it your all too because
0: you're giving your recovery your all. I do agree um, with that. You know, <laughs> I have one of the things – you've heard of, like, they call it PB syndrome. People mm. are constantly chasing a PB. Yeah. And, yeah. Tensed, and that's when they get injured. And, and i tell you when it, the worst thing for it – I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Parkrun. I think it's a great initiative. But yeah, I, think people, I agree. They are constantly chasing these 5K PBs. And especially for people who have just started, like, Parkrun – and they do. You just turn up and you knock off. And, and especially if you're just beginning running and they're, like, taking off a minute here, a minute there, two minutes, you know, and then all of a sudden they start to plateau and they keep trying to chase mm-hmm. those PBs. And I always – I start telling people you can only go for a PB at Parkrun when it's on um, once a month, <laughs> I, I would say. To them yep. You've got to give it a – give it, you, can, you need and, to do – And the rest
1: of the time it's more of a tempo run.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yep. If you've yeah, got no, no, yeah, I opinion. totally I do, agree.
2: Yeah, I, I do agree with you and I, I do I do love it personally myself, constantly yeah. chasing the PB. Um, oh, I've, I've noticed my, I've once noticed once I've got my mind set on something. Uh having said that, I would now really like to set a new PB on the mountain, but oh I honestly now know that I need to back off for a solid six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't think the speed – I need the groundwork or the yeah. base work put back into it to yes. get the top-end speed again. I think I've maxed out my top-end speed from the base mm-hmm. work I'd previously done, mm-hmm. and I need to go back to doing base work and strength um, to get the – because the only way – where I need to grab the extra time from is yep. probably in the downhill now. And you've got to be on your ball, and you've got to have the strength, and I and yeah, I that takes more. uh, It takes a lot longer to develop that strength and do that groundwork. Um, and so yes, there'll be a fair bit more flat
0: good stuff
2: for the next little while.
0: I think it'd be a good experiment, a bit like what we did with um, Isabel, sort of her progress towards um the. Doing a 3K time trial that you did, Isabel. And mm-hmm. like, I think this could be another little coaching roundtable experiment. And see, well, let's look at your goal is to smash that PB, but let's see, approach it a bit differently. Like, come in, you know, get work on the flat ground speed, work on just some easier, some easy runs on the flat, mm-hmm. just to maybe rebuild up your endurance. But also, I think you, and I think isabel would agree here it'd be really beneficial for you to do some um sort of some balance work on and um you know like doing some strength stuff just if you want to smash those downhills you know you you want to um yeah i mean i've had trouble and i've talked about before like i might i struggle when i'm really fatigued running downhill you know like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can still move relatively quickly but like you know it's it's interesting so yeah See how yes, I, I
2: definitely need to, to back it back off, and and wow. uh, like I, I, I now know that I can get under an hour and a half for up and down the mountain. And realistically, I need to work on like two hour laps rather than an hour and 40 minute or an hour and 50 minute lap. So yeah. that I'm and then practice certain sections, particularly the rock section, for exactly what you're saying, and that's for the balance stuff,
0: yeah. Um. One of my favourite workouts that I, when I am running, properly, um, is finding a hill, just going out and doing different, doing hill work on different gradients. So, mm, yeah. So, so do, finding the steepest possible hill, and doing short sprints up those, and just working those. Doing finding the the steepest possible runnable hill, as in you know like something that's under probably under 20% incline and just doing some trying to run steady up those sorts of hills and see. Yes. Yeah. And get, getting used to running an easier pace, but for longer on those sorts of hills. Is that what you would do, Isabel? Is that the kind of stuff? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot to be said for the runnable hill, you know. Like,
1: <laughs> and even... the runnable hill is actually one of the toughest, toughest oh, to
0: run. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, yeah, no. Oh, when I say horrible, at the moment, I shouldn't say things are horrible um, because I'd take any run at the moment. Um, I'd, like, <laughs> I'd take a run to the shops as my favourite. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so. He's
2: not he's not talking about the Maccas run, everybody. He's talking about actually running.
0: Running. <laughs> Look, we've got the, the corner shop is about 200 metres from our house, and if I could run down to there and back without um, having a pain in my knee, I'd be a happy man so yeah. so yeah we've got to appreciate what we can while we can do it what we can do while we can do it i should say but yeah. yeah so yeah but no.
1: and that's the thing isn't it uh yeah is that appreciation of yeah sometimes well, it, you know it yeah, feels I like a drag yeah. but
0: it's not really yep sorry no, sorry, I just meant to say to Ashley, I get where you're coming from wanting to chase that PB all the time uh, up that hill. Like it it becomes a bit of an obsession, doesn't it? And um, It
2: does become an obsession, yes, definitely.
0: Yeah. We're obsessive people, runners. Mm, yeah. 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 I mean, but you guys... it's
1: learning not to let that obsession um, g- get away from you. It's yeah. keeping it in check.
0: Yeah. Yes. What's the worst injury you guys have run through and like when you shouldn't have
1: Well I've tried to run through a stress fracture but that didn't work very well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. What stress fracture of what part of the body?
1: Um I got one in my shin and my knee at the same time and I ran through um shin splints first of all but I didn't This was when no in my early days of running I didn't even had never even heard of shin splints. Yeah. You know, let alone stress fractures or anything i just thought oh, i've got a sore leg and yep. you know yep. and i, I just part of
0: running. <laughs>
1: yeah like i truly didn't understand any of it so yeah, yeah.
0: you know uh, i think running shouldn't hurt generally you yes. know like and a lot of people who are new to running think that pain is normal but it's yeah. not it's not really normal <laughs> you know
2: yeah,
0: yeah. so not anyway. sharp
2: not sharp pain
0: Sudden, yeah. yeah,
2: even even like a stress fracture has a kind of dull pain, yeah.
1: It, I don't know, I don't it, even it know how to more explain and more it.
2: Intense. It's um, it's not a very comfortable feeling. Let's go with that.
1: I just remember trying to run and just being, I actually can't run, I, yeah. I cannot yeah. run. It wasn't even, it was the
0: pain, but there was something else, I just couldn't run. Did you feel weak? Like, there was a, I remember I had a stress, rea- my thigh I had a bit of a stress, well, they called it a possible stress fracture or a stress reaction. Um, and I think if I had pushed on, it would have definitely turned into a, um, a stress um, a stress fracture. And I remember just feeling that sense of every time I put my foot my leg down, I just felt like my whole leg was going to give away. You know? Like, yeah. 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 I, don't know. I mean,
1: yeah. mine was quite a few years ago, so I can't overly remember. I just yeah, you know, I think that kind of a feeling. It wasn't so much the pain; it was just like you couldn't physically run on that leg. So it must yeah. have been something like that.
0: So when when should we listen to ourselves? I guess we're into it now. When should mm. we listen to our um, always. Always?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean your body is always sending you signals and your body is really smart and we constantly try to outsmart our own bodies mm. and that's what leads to disaster.
0: Yeah. Um I mean, and I actually really heard well something said
1: actually. Yeah, yeah, and I heard something the other day is you can't rush recovery. Um, I was listening to a podcast on something, and you can't rush recovery, like trying to do all this, you know, um, ice baths and, you know, this and that and the other. You can't rush it. The body has to go through the process of recovery. And yeah. And you just have to the allow that to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like the five stages of grief. That's right. So you kind of have to let that happen, and people trying to rush it, no, oh, if I rush the recovery, then I can get back into hard training faster. Mm, well, no, not really. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. yeah. Everybody's and worried. Be, mm. Yeah, and be kind to your body. Think of all the things it does and how hard it works. Like, geez. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah.
2: Look, it's real. Well, it's really tough when you've got a season mm. and things go wrong, and then you're injured and you can't run the season. Yeah. And you're just doing everything you can to try and participate in a race that season. Or, Mm. you know, you might have had a series of races that you're trying to do. But sometimes, you know, you need to write the season off. Yeah, And and that is mentally really
1: hard. But Um, then what you have to do is just find something else to focus on.
0: Yes. Mm. You know, you
1: have to find a new focus. And it doesn't just involve binge watching netflix and eating buckets of chips you know or but or, or vacuuming whatever.
2: the house over and over <laughs>
1: yeah well that's not recovery um, <laughs> Boy, um yeah, that sucks. <laughs> that's just mental torture um you know and you need to find another focus like like working on your balance or working on strengthening the weaknesses in your body or or you know how your body is it tends to be asymmetrical with its strength is, is developing more symmetry and strength in the body or focusing on, I don't know, there has to be something that you can find. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, bal-
2: balance can't be under – practising balance can't be underestimated. Do, do either of you use a Disc?
1: Yes, I've got one of them. I've got a number of different I've balancing used, things. You've got a, good, a lot of gear, haven't you? I, yeah, yeah, I've got, got heaps good.
0: because I – um
1: use
0: um, it for um, work. Yeah, yeah. Can you describe a So for the listeners?
2: So a DuraDisc, uh, it is a, a round disc that's about uh, 75 millimetres thick uh, and it's, it's got air in it and then you mm-hmm. can change the amount of air that you put in them. Um, but basically it makes an incredibly unstable, mm.
1: small, yeah.
2: large dinner plate size surface to stand on. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you can balance on it with two feet. You can balance on it with one foot for advanced stuff. Then you can go really advanced by balancing on it with two feet, eyes closed, balance on it with one foot, eye closed. And then you can start to do exercises on it, um, which I won't go into because I don't want anyone yeah. to try and do that straight away
1: without yeah, really
2: proper care. But um,
1: yeah, yeah I, I find the
2: them amazing for uh, if, if I've got niggles in my lower legs where my legs just, you know, like I'm just starting to get that trigger and my body's going, hang on, that's, that's you know, a little bit imbalanced. I balance again on that DuraDisc yeah, um, yeah. for 10 seconds at a time. And I just do it when I, I put it like in the doorway of my uh, bedroom. Yeah. And each time I go in and out, I just take 10 seconds balance with one foot and then, you know, go on. the it's time, 10 seconds, the right. other foot. And it takes literally 30 seconds to go through the doorway, but you add the exercise in and it makes a massive difference to my running.
1: Yeah. Another way of getting in some good balance is like every time you brush your teeth, just balance on one leg. Cause you meant to brush your teeth for two minutes, one leg yeah. for one minute, the other leg for the other minute. That's um, great. Minutes,
0: yeah. You know, I do a lot of one just balancing at random times through the day. I always – you know, like it's a great – it's great for trail runners and just yeah. runners in general because, you know. Um, and the disks I've used the BOSU balance. Um, yes, thing a bit yeah, more, I've got one too. Lot. And mm-hmm. um, at the gym and I'm um, doing like deadlifts and single leg deadlifts on those with, with yeah. Kat, my personal trainer. And, and it's like – yeah, they're great. They're all good. And like because yeah. – even just standing on one is great. Just standing on it for 30 seconds and one leg, a Bosu or a dura disc, and you'll get a lot out of it, won't you? You know, like, yeah, uh, yeah. but they're hard. Not nah, they're good.
1: But they're certainly, they. Um, I mean, the very first injury I had when I first started running was ITB, um, and that was the physio I was seeing at the time got me onto all the balance stuff because I just was completely imbalanced and completely, you know, lacking in that kind of strength and it just made such a
0: difference yeah, yeah. um that's awesome no yeah I have a great idea ash i might get on to that and do it a bit more i've got a physio program of uh, for my rehab but uh, but it's all very focused on the knee but i need yeah. to i've already so i'll give you a bit of a lowdown about what i am going to be doing you know so because i i'm thinking what am i going to do with my knee like it's it's mm. been it's taking a while to come good, even through lots of rest and lots and doing the rehab, it still hurts. And so yeah. I, I've got to change my perspective because it's, it does do your head in, you know. Like I'm thinking, all right, this week I'm going to get out and try and go for a run, and it's just not happening the way it's not feeling right. Yeah. So um, my big focus for 2021, assuming that we get races um, – Back, go on. A bit more, back on. Back yeah. on. So there's the Hubert 100-mile race that I want to do in the um, up in the Flinders Ranges, which is one I've been wanting to do for a couple of years now, but I'm going to make that my primary focus. And so this is a good opportunity to start the rebuild and yeah. really focus in on doing having a good summer of just of base building, essentially, building a really nice endurance base, essentially starting from scratch, it feels like, even though it's not – like I'm not completely out of shape, you know, like it's not, but I, I do feel like I've got a long way. To, I've got to get myself, I think, you know, a month or a few months of good steady training and I'll feel good again, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, you lose a lot and maybe I haven't lost as much as I think. But one mm. of the things that I've really, I've noticed about this injury that I actually like, it's a couple of things, and that is um, I little niggles that I've had, like my, toenails are recovering. I don't know if you guys have got gross toenails. But oh, yes, yeah. Yes, definitely yeah. do. So, because I'm not running half as much, hardly at all, like, I'm really noticing yeah. like, oh, my toes feel good, my feet, yeah. um, just things are settling down a little bit, and it's almost like areas that I, where I chafe, like, and I just ignore and just get on, they're, they're yeah. all healing up. So, I'm probably going to become soft as butter for a little while when I get back into it. Um, <laughs> but, I do like that my body is probably – my body is probably liking the other parts of my body that are not injured. and Like, oh, thank you for giving us a little break. Um, at, you know, like yeah. I, haven't, I haven't put weight on or anything like that, which is good. That's always that. my fear, to be honest. Putting weight Putting on? Putting on weight? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, that's where I mentally find it really difficult.
0: Yeah. You feel like it's – yeah. That's interesting yeah. – I think there's a lot of body image issues within the running scene. Oh, well. definitely. Yeah.
2: I think that's how a lot of people get into running: is they go yeah. on a diet, start exercising, start running, realise the absolute benefits that running rips weight off you, which it does. Yeah. Um, but It then can. You, yeah. You, yes, can. that's true. It can. It doesn't necessarily. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you then stop and suddenly you go, "Oh, hang on, I've put on three kilo overnight." So feel, <laughs> yeah. As soon as you eat, you automatically are carbo loading, whether you're eating carbs or not. And yeah. for every gram of um, sugar that you consume, no matter what format it's in, you know you grab another nine grams of liquid to store that.
1: That's exactly so, right. So
2: you know you eat a 500 gram meal, mm. which is probably a big meal, but you know um, you eat something mm, small. Not so me, yeah. Yeah, well, you times that by nine. That's how much weight you gain, but the thing is, you lose that again pretty quick as soon as you start running again because you know you start to dehydrate. Um, So yeah, it's you're always going to grab weight immediately that you stop running for a few days. You know, you stop for three or four days, you will gain three or four kilo in that three or four days, and that's not you gaining weight.
0: Really? No. Yes. I I don't. That's a lot. I haven't. You
2: stop stop running completely.
0: Don't exercise. Ash, I've I've not even put on that much, and I've no, been in, in the last three weeks.
1: Fine.
0: Yeah, so I've I um weighed myself on Friday, oh no, oh yeah, sometime early last week actually, my, maybe it was Tuesday. Um, and I had only put on maybe a kilo, and of and that was you know that could so you know I'm lucky I I my you know like I sort of think it would be I sort of see what you mean like. Most of September, I've done hardly any running. So mm. I, I don't know. I think what you eat is really important as well, not just whether you're running or not. Because I think a lot of yes. people, if you run, it gives you license to eat whatever shit you want. But um, you, <laughs> yeah. you, you've got to be careful, you know. You know you, and especially like if people – look, no judgment to people who drink alcohol. I don't drink alcohol. but part Oh, of, I love of, a drink. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> At most alcohol. I mean, there's a lot of things in the alcohol, but oh not. Oh, the al- and when I drink I can rationalise eating all the chips too. Exactly. Your <laughs> inhibitions go down. No then, I know. You know, and your food inhibitions and then yeah, and then your um <laughs> other inhibitions I like, you, I
2: like how you stated those two separately your inhibitions then your food <laughs> no, I was yes. like,
0: well, well you know we, life is to be lived and enjoyed. don't get me wrong you know and if, and look we're i'm sure everyone you know anyway but like you know you go and back when i was a younger man i'd go out and um get and have a few beers quite a few beers at the pub and then you, you, even though i was still a runner i was a little less focused but um I would, um, you know, on the way back, I'll just grab some McDonald's or something really bad, you know. Oh, yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah, a a shawarma. Yeah, exactly. We've all done it. And if yeah. you haven't done it, you're either lying or you haven't lived. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, but, um, you know, I think it's important. And But then on the flip side, there are people who are so worried about putting weight on, they'll, mm. they'll train their butt off, and then eat very little, and then, yes, um, and that's so, bad. That's, a, that's
2: just as detrimental, if not worse. Yeah. So you've yeah. got to
0: eat to fuel your running. And I always think of it like that: think of it as fuel. Is think of it, okay? What's the best fuel I can put in my car? What's the best fuel I can mm. put in this this engine? You know. Um. So you want to be able to have energy, but eat well. You know. And so yeah. and I think if people are going to take it serious, it's worth speaking to like. A proper dietitian, like a sports dietitian. If you're running and you want to lose weight, you know, it definitely is a good way to lose weight. But yeah, but yeah, it's got to I be. I mean, I
1: have been known to be deep into marathon training and putting on weight because I, I'll give myself license to eat what I want.
0: Yeah, right. You yes, know, so
1: you can't eat everything that you want.
0: <laughs> no.
2: I do believe, honestly, that in a build phase of running, if you're truly building, you need to be eating appropriately, and and oh, I a totally lot of the time agree. you actually need you need to kind of a little bit overeat in that build phase, and then you'll pull that back off when you go into your speed phase. So yeah. I, I don't gaining gaining weight when you're increasing your program is not unusual because your body just needs it. This is another case of listening to your body, and your body saying, "Hang on, we need more than what." Yeah you're giving and
1: look and to be honest for females they need to perhaps to keep their body and hormones healthy to carry a little bit more than they may want aesthetically yeah
0: Yeah. I i hear what you're saying no very interesting um no we've we've gone right into um to nutrition when, we, when we're going to talk we about it. We have, yeah. we have. <laughs> but, but you know what? Evil. Nutrition is a big part
1: of injury because yes. if you're not eating the right foods, your body can't repair itself. Yes.
2: Yeah. You know, and uh, okay. if your body well, can't
1: repair, you're not going to – A
2: prime example of that is I love chocolate.
1: Mm, and, chocolate.
2: And 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 in the house right now, <laughs> there's there's a heap of chocolate that I won't touch um, because it's all dark chocolate and I'm just, you know – Oh, I, yum. I, like, I, I like the sweet, sugary stuff. Oh, no which um so i don't have any of that in the house and the fact is if i eat chocolate the next day i run terribly like i I, I, my body wants it my mind wants it um you know but it does not do anything healthy for my running that's for sure Mm.
0: have you ever had chocolate in a race before yeah, uh, doesn't
1: do good things for me. Yeah, oh well, some do. chocolate, you know, not pure chocolate. Like Kit Kat Chunky is great towards the end yeah. of the race. Oh, yo, what? Fair yeah. enough. That's like pure sugar. Oh God,
2: mm. I well, I've I've tried drinking chocolate, uh, like sports nutrition, oh, and okay. <laughs> and I throw it up just straight away. Um. Yeah, it's you know during a race. I, there's there's no way I could. Yeah, I see brownies and stuff like back before COVID uh, on the the table. There's no way I would ever eat that stuff. It's just I just couldn't. Yeah. just the side yeah. of it. Like I, even during a run, I, the side of it. Yeah, no. A post run with a coffee. Yeah, you betcha. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Um, but not you true. Know, yeah, can I, all right. So how do we back.
1: deal, men, so how do we deal mentally <clears throat> with an injury? Like you know, I know we've said, oh, you know, focus on something else. But when you're deep in it and you're feeling miserable, and all your friends are out training and racing and posting stuff, and you're sitting at home, how how do we how do we deal with that? Uh, Become can I, a
2: hermit and tell everybody to f off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> get off Strava and ignore yeah. and, just, and just disappear. And that's what no, I, I <laughs> No, because
1: I think you still need to celebrate what your friends are doing and still appreciate yeah. what they're doing. I don't th- I don't think it's right these people to go, oh, I'm just gonna go off all the socials and everything. Like, no, why should you yeah. you know? I think you can still does that mean the day that you give up running, you're just gonna completely, you know, not be involved in anything? Often when I'm um in when I have been injured, which is you know, I will go and volunteer at races and help out and do things so I'm still within the community. Yeah. You know, I think it's important to stay in the community and stay connected to everyone. Agreed.
0: Yeah. What do you do, Ashley, when, when you're injured? How do you okay. do
2: you? So I've done exactly the same thing. I've missed two races in the last three weeks where I said I would be there.
1: Um, yeah.
2: And just due to... Cancer issues, I was in bed. So uh, I know Butters 24 was on over the weekend, and I said that I would go to that. And yet, Saturday, I spent Saturday in bed. Yeah. So that was, you know, out. And the, the race before that was um, Glasshouse Mountains. And again, I said I was going to go to that. In fact, I was meant to be pacing somebody. And I had to send that person a text. I made sure they had another pacer as well, just in case I couldn't make it. And, yeah, I had to send that person a text uh, Mm. during the race saying, look, I'm not – there's no way that I can drive safely. So, yeah, so I I just didn't. Um, But before that, um, when I was, you know, feeling healthy – Yes, I volunteer at the races. It's one of my, you know, just being amongst the runners and having a chat even though you can't run is such a great uplifting thing. Everybody says hello to you. Everybody says thank you. I've never, ever had someone, you know, complain. Actually, I did have someone last time say, is there no fresh food? And I went, did you not read the new rules due to COVID? And they go, oh, yeah, that's right. And, you know, they were happy as straight away but um that was the first race back
0: up yeah. in Queensland
2: um so yeah that was the only person who was like oh I've got here because they were you know 36 k's into the bush and it was a long way back and um they were hoping for some fresh veggies or fresh fruit and uh yeah all we had was packets of stuff
0: um yeah interesting um I was just gonna say I've to- I've given this a fair bit of thought over the recent weeks because I've been yes. going going through it, and um and look and as a as a coach and I try to be a, a good coach. I I think one of the things I've thought is okay, the, at least this is going to make me have a bit more empathy for people who are yeah. engaging, who I'm coaching and go through that. And I found and look I've been reading around and stuff, and I didn't just look it up for this podcast. Like but I discovered an article from Runners World from a few years ago. This mm-hmm. has got some, six tips that I think are pr- most of them are pretty good, and I think I, I, I'll read them through and you see how yep. you guys go. Um, so number one tip is to be sad. Allow yourself yes, to feel yes, crap Yeah. Yeah. Um. Don't pretend like you're fine. And I and I've sort of been. I feel like I've already gone through that bit. Because um, and then number two is deal with the reality of the inju- injury, which is what I'm sort of have been doing since last week more or less is. I was trying to pretend like it was fine up until probably about ten days ago, Um, you know, and then going, hang on, no, I need to focus and do this. Number three, so I'm now. So number two, I'm doing, I'm doing the rehab, and I'm looking further into it. Number three is an exciting one, and that is set new goals. So yes, um, I'm setting new goals. As of, I'm thinking ahead six months now what my races will be, but I've also got, and because this has been a particularly hard one for me, because I've got a race my first race on Australian soil for this year yeah. in at, at this weekend and, and there's the six hour and so it's been frustrating because I was like, oh, what am I going to do with that? I'll come back to that. I'll read you the rest of these. Um, yeah. Number four, keep active. So I've yeah. been doing a lot of stuff with the kids we went away over the weekend and had a lovely time and you know just being doing non running activities and you know my my knee still I've got my knee strapped a fair bit and it, it sort of helps I don't know the physio said it would, might be a good idea um even if it's um the placebo effect that's fine is, yeah I agree yeah it was the sense of like it feels like someone's holding my knee for me and you know yeah. I, um and then the number, number five and six are a little bit wishy-washy, um, but I kind of like the mental side of it. Number five, these are the last two, is, it says to think yourself better. So Yes, I so, completely agree I I,
2: I I I actually think that's a really important one.
0: Same yeah, here. Not wishy-washy at all. Okay, good. So, like, and I'll read you, it says practice healing imagery every day. So yep. if you're recovering from a stress fracture or a torn muscle, Spend five to ten minutes imagining that bone or muscle. Oh, my beginning. God. That's
1: exactly what I used to do when I had a stress fracture.
0: Yeah, I never thought of that before. It's really? I, oh, no, really? I
1: always did that. Yeah. No, yeah I, be, I use visualization constantly. Yes. Yeah. yeah when I, especially when I'm injured, I always imagine my injuries healing and everything working. And then I imagine myself being healthy and running fast and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yes, yeah, super important. Do you think it? Gives you that
0: sense of ownership of the injury, like you're in charge. Yeah, of you it. feel you feel like yeah, you've got totally, some sort yeah. of control a bit. Yeah. Ashley, is that something that you've done with your cancer? Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah every totally. day.
2: <laughs> I don't know it, if I could say yeah. every day. Yeah. I would prob- I probably, you know, I probably practice in my head running particular trails that I love mm. every day. Yeah. yeah. You know, like uh, even just sitting here now talking to you guys, even though I'm talking to you, believe it or not, I am also practising a particular run. Nice. Like I can see it playing in the back of my head and I'm, I'm working out like where I can put a bit of pace on, where I can't put a bit of pace on. Like, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, that's one of the reasons that I love to go out and, and go and run a course, mm. even if I don't race that course. Um, I then like to be able to run that back in my head, yeah, and work out where I would improve. Or, you know, if I'm working with an athlete, work out knowing their strengths and weaknesses, or yeah. their injury, you know, how they can improve. Yeah, um, yeah, but visualization, you're massive. Huge yeah. for getting yeah. well. Yeah.
0: i, I yeah. use used it. I use it in the lead up to races usually. Like I do, I visualize how I'm going to feel and how how to. And I actually I do it when I'm rain, running, I, when I've come up a hill or something. I visualise my heart slowing down. Oh, okay, and, yeah. You know, like if I'm redlining, you know, like I'm going okay. And so that's probably the closest thing I've done to that direct, like my brain yeah. telling, you know. And I think it just if nothing else, it's a good distraction. But in, in terms of an injury, I've never done it. But I'll I have always to always done it, always. It. And the yeah. last one is really obvious. It's number six: stay positive. So just and I'm trying to do that. Um, I think maintaining. Can I just say I think doing the um, visualizations
1: help you stay positive because you
0: you you almost
1: feel like you're healed and you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to get there.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And look, Mm. even just having this conversation is really helpful for me, and hopefully for people who are listening, it's helpful. Um, I just want to backtrack to number three: set new goals. So this six-hour race, I was going to go into it and just destroy it like I had I was so determined oh. I was going to crack 70 kilometers and then this happened with my knee yeah so then I'm like I have flipped and flopped thinking oh I won't turn up I won't do it but then I thought I really missed the running community I miss being amongst it all yeah and so it's like you know what I'm going to turn up and I'm going to stand on that start line and I am oh. what well, I've no here what I'm going to do I'm going to set myself a goal to run not a PB but a, not, not, a, not a personal best time, but a, pers- a PFT, a personal fun time. So oh, I like that. I'm going to go into it with the idea of I just want to, I don't care about my distance or how, like how far I get in the six hours. I'm going to go in and, and hang out with people. Like, admittedly, I'm probably faster than most of the people in the field. I would have probably finished top. Top ten, if I'm being realistic, I know it sounds arrogant, but I know that where sort of what the field would look like, and so I'm quite, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out with the people who I would, and I'm gonna stop and smell the roses, so to speak, in the race, and it's a two lap, a two kilometer or two point two kilometer course. I'm gonna, I can stop every lap and have a little break and hang out with people, and I'm even thinking, I'm thinking of dressing up because I treat it like a fun run where I just, you know, because it's not like there's any pressure to carry gear. And I figure either that or I stay home and feel sorry for myself or I get amongst it and just even if I run 20 kilometres for the whole six hours, who cares? You know, I'd I'd rather, I've already paid for it. I can't get my money back now. I might as well. Yeah. And if my knee does stuff stuff up, then I just stop. But um, so, yeah, I don't know.
2: Now, for all the listeners out there, Daniel, every lap is going to change, and he's going to send an Instagram photo every lap of a different dress-up.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Well, you know what? There is – actually, people can track – I was going to mention this. People can track my progress, but I don't know if they really want them to because every lap is a the timing map, and you can go on, and I'll, I'll, I'll share the link, and you can people can follow the race because there are some very strong runners in it. Um, I think some people will come very close to run smashing for the six hour. I think there'll be people who will come close to hitting 80 kilometers. Um, and there'll be, and there's a 12 hour on the same day. And every single lap that you go around, um, you go over the timing map. And so you can keep up with my progress. But I don't know. I was thinking of dressing up as a virus. <laughs> COVID-19. So people will run faster because they're being chased. <laughs> you know, you know the, the covid virus thing has that b- bubble i'd love to have yes. it i should have above built your a, head carry it or just wear a big bubble suit that would get hot <laughs>
2: um yeah, you'd, yeah. Want, you'd certainly want the winter chill that you've just had down there
0: oh well guess what That's you the wear up- that bubble. Yeah. it's going to be 27 degrees that day <laughs> oh, God. yeah it's going to be hot and um so you know people will get shocked but i still think people will run fast and um so yeah, that's my my new goal, and I think it's for me. I made me realize maybe I don't have a, a goal of setting an outstanding time, which I would love to do, but it's not. It's just unrealistic right now. Even yeah. if my knee, even if my knee became hundred percent right now, I've lost yeah. too too much in the last few weeks, and um. So yeah, that's my approach. What would would you guys do in my situation? Well, I, I, I would do exactly the, the
2: Last one standing.
0: Yeah. You did do the so same. Yeah.
2: Like I, I went to the race, and then you know the race director came to me and said, "Well, you better start." And I was like, "Hang on, mm-hmm. I wasn't planned." He goes, "No, no, no, go. I don't care what you're wearing. Just go out and do a lap, and you've done. You can say mm. you've done it for this year." And yeah, I ended up doing four. So
0: that's yeah. good.
1: Yeah. You yeah. Know, and and I've done a similar sort of thing. In, yeah. in a race, and I've um, I've decided that that's the race every time I, you know, people pass me or I happen to pass people, take selfies with them, and it's just about yeah. taking photos and enjoying the scenery and chatting with people and looking at it as more as a social occasion that's rather than a, yes. a
0: racing occasion. <clears throat> that, that's what I'm doing yep. too. And yep. I always feel a sense of pressure uh, yeah. that I've got to really go for it. And today, this time, I'm like, you know what? I yeah. don't want to miss out on the race. But I, yep. you know, I, I don't want to try and put the pressure on myself to run hard and and do yeah. some crazy, you know. Anyway, so that's that's my thing. I think it's really important, and I talk about it a lot with my runners is to have a, a multitude of goals in your yep. run, not just have um, must want to be able to run this time for this distance or finish this ginormous race. And it know, could, because it just adds too much pressure as well, like honestly, yeah. You know,
1: like it running is also meant to be fun, and racing should also be fun, even when I'm not injured. I sometimes choose to do races just for fun, you know, because it should be fun sometimes. It doesn't always have to be about who can
0: suffer the most, yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. No, it's um, it's a really good point. We're going to have fun. Oh, and I'm out yeah. to have fun. So maybe I'll maybe I'll be a COVID marshal in the race. You know the <laughs> have you seen, have you guys got the COVID marshals everywhere with the um they're wearing their little high vis. No, yes, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'll put one of those on, and 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 I'll make sure the runners are staying 1.5 meters apart. <laughs> oh, the entire six hours every time someone comes past me <laughs> I don't know. that'll get me punched that'll get me a different type of injury <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> yeah. but no it's going to be fun and because like i'll be honest i'm really inspired and i know that she's a listener one of my one of my athletes um who's only new to to my little crew of athletes is um running the six hour and and I know she listens, and so I'm gonna say good luck, Evie. And you've inspired me to have a crack, no matter what. So there we go. So that's, but yeah, yeah that's excellent. That yeah. And so I don't know. What other, what other things do we want to? Can we uh, pick apart with injuries? Tell us a bit about um your. You've had a few injuries, I know, Isabel. Like, mm.
1: well, post gser I've had you know this. Uh, a uh, pinched perineal nerve niggle. Yeah, that yeah. is. Well, basically, I've done so, – the nerve has been damaged because my foot tingles 24-7 and it's not going to go away, unfortunately. And yep. I've basically had to learn how to run again because my foot wouldn't bend. I would run with a flat foot. It just wouldn't bend. Um, yep. And and that's fine. And that's why I've been sort of running so slow. That's why I became slow, you know. And um, basically, I was spending all my training learning how to run again. And it just happened to be that around that time when we went into that lockdown that I was starting to be able to run a bit more Mm. faster naturally. So, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, once again, the things – the way that I've dealt with it is, like I said, is I find different things to focus on. And I – you know, when I had the stress fracture, I did um, six weeks of pool running every day. Oof. Yeah, it was actually – it got – it was really good. And I actually had the best race ever. Like, I raced, I don't know, however long, not that long after – Um, And I had a really good race. I um, kept my fitness. I actually lost weight and I made heaps of friends with all the old people there. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It was a whole new demographic I made friends with.
0: That's good. I
2: I used to underestimate pool running until I had an injury that resulted in me pool running. Yeah. That is hard work. Oh, yeah. It can be hard. You can make it. You can make it way harder than running on a track. Yeah. Like it is, it r- can wreck you. So yep. yes, pool running. I, I think pool running is is excellent. Um, the only reason that I, I don't pool run regularly is because I mean, you can't get into pools at the moment. But yeah. um, it, it's it's just expensive as far as I'm you know like to pay ten bucks to, to go to the and also you for stink
1: rump. like
0: chlorine
1: for the rest of the day. In the middle yeah. of the week, yeah. yeah.
0: Can you imagine, though, the, there's swimmers out there going, can you imagine running all the time? You'd stink like sweat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I. I. Um, it's funny. I couldn't imagine. I think being in the pool and just not moving must be real mental, you know. Like well, no,
1: because you're moving. Like, you're trying yeah. to move forward. I mean, it's yeah. slow as a wet week. You're and, yes, gone. the time does seem to go awfully slow um but you know like you know you've got to make the best of these things sometimes and that's just the way it is
0: that's it yeah oh interesting and, um, okay so go, no, go Daniel mm-hmm. well, no, I've well, got nothing. my,
2: que- my question is for both of you like when you get an acute injury let's say you know you're like uh you trip over yeah you wreck your ankle you're yep. in a boot they're I mean, that's the a worst very acute injury. well yeah they suck because they're sudden and acute and they're avoidable
1: often (laughs) yeah Yeah,
2: don't run um the uh the one that i want to when you have an athlete or you know yes you you do it yourself and you go oh that just doesn't feel right Mm. i I, and you go i don't know whether i should have a day off or not Mm. you know yeah
0: it's
2: that type of injury and then you go oh no i won't take the day off and then you you have the same thing again the next day you go oh I won't have the day off and you take this. And then two weeks later, it becomes a a few months off. Yeah, exactly. Like, for you guys, where do you tell your athletes or where, you know, what tricks do you have to say, no, no, listen, take the time off? Because if you take a day off now, it means you won't take two weeks off later. Kind of like. Well, you well know,
1: generally, my clients, like I don't tell them this or this in advance necessarily. They'll message me and say, this is what's happening, and we'll discuss it from there. But generally, if they're feeling something's a bit off, then something's a bit off.
0: Yeah. And I think I agree. Yeah. So, what do you do, Isabel?
1: Well, then I would just recommend a couple of days off, maybe just an easy walk instead or hop mm. on the bike instead, you know? Yeah. I'd I think talk about what they're eating. You know, if they're under eating, if they're under recovering with food and sleep, I'd be saying, "How's your sleep? How's your food?" So many different things to think about too.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I um, I actually had a lady, one of my ladies who I have been coaching as she's building up to her first hundred k um in October, and she is in her forties, and she mm-hmm. is um, she has been training really well, like, and she just nailing all the long runs all the short fast stuff the flat the hills, you name it and then but uh, maybe about six weeks ago she took a tumble and Uh. and a really bad fall and she i think she the brunt of her impact was on her knee and so and she Uh. her her knee blew up and she was like oh and she was pretty certain that it was mostly superficial so but Uh. she told me straight away and i said okay does it hurt and she goes yes I go, Does it doesn't hurt when you run. She goes, well, not really. But so what we did, we like, okay, we need to wait for that bruising to go down. Mm. And that's it so I immediately, and she freaked out a little bit at first. I said, okay, this whole week, we're going to chop your training load in half, mm. you know? And so she, I halved her training load, halved, I got rid of all the intensity out of any of her workouts. Yes. And so, and she was like, oh, it's too much. I'm like, no, it's not. If you can get through this week, fine, that naturally, the body will naturally heal. If you can't get through this week, you haven't overdone it then. And so, and she, um, within a week, she was back to her normal mileage, you know, like, yeah. and, she, and yeah. she felt fine. And you didn't, she didn't lose much, she wouldn't have lost any fitness. Her body, her body probably appreciated an, yeah. an easy week, you know. So I think don't be afraid to really dial it back. You know, yeah. And so, and I mean, that's what I was doing. And was sometimes dry. just having
1: yeah. an, an easy week is is just nice. You've got to
0: do it every. Yeah, I, yeah. It, You can't continually build. You know. No. It, you know, like yeah. if you're all continually building, I think Isabel would be up to about 500 kilometer a week. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, exactly. And, you know, <laughs> it's just it, it's just unsustainable. You've got to. Um, I I generally work with the do every. Third week, maybe every fourth week, I will give yeah. them a, a much easier week. You know, whether that's taking yeah. out a fair bit of the mileage or taking out like all the intensity or a bit of intensity, you know. Yeah. So but mm, no, it's um what about you, Ash?
2: Yeah, look for for my personal cycle as such, I work it in with treatment now and I take off I knock back my treatment week. Um, right. so is that, and that kind of naturally falls into it anyway. I, I, peak in the middle of my treatment cycle, uh, as far as I know that that's when I'll be at my strongest and fastest. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, you know, I know that when I am going towards treatment, I start to get weaker, et cetera. And that's when I need to take time off. And, and I just, the fact is I just need more recovery time. I can't yeah. keep the mileage up. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, the, the other big one that that you know the athletes out there need to remember is stress is stress. Yep, so yes. If you've got a change at home that's causing stress, you need to drop your mileage. If you've got a change at work that's causing stress, you need to drop your mileage. Yep. Um, you know, you, you might go into a say a board meeting or a you know parent teacher meeting, whatever it might be that that just completely knocks you about for a few hours. Well, that stress load is like running for a mm-hmm. few hours or more and you then need to take that out of your running week. Yeah. yeah. So as that you don't Absolutely. overload. Because you can completely over you can have a an underloaded running program that becomes completely overloaded due to external stresses to running, that is. Yeah. So yes, that you do need to take that into account.
0: It's a really interesting yep. thing um, I've noticed in sort of this is sort of rela- related to that, Ashley, is the whole stress is stress thing. This year mm. is, in particular has been really interesting to watch. Um, we've seen so many world records this year in running um, and I've seen a lot of local runners. And I don't know about where you guys are in um, doing got runners doing. I mean, because there's no races, people are fit, but they're running more. And so, yeah. and a lot of people. There's people who have been laid cause off because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, but it and it's but it's really interesting. We're training like more people are training like professional athletes. Exactly. Yeah. you know because yeah. Yes, going, more
2: people are training like professional athletes. this Because year. I've they have that
0: too. more time to train. Like there's now I know people who had never even cracked a 100 kilometer week up until the start of this year, and now they're like running. Frequently, 140, 150 kilometers a week because they've literally got nothing but time, you know. Yeah. And so, and a lot of them are, yes. are like bummed about going back to work because they're running well, you know. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. Sort of, I, I always think you look at these, and I see it a lot with the Kenyan marathoners and stuff. Their life consists of they run twice a day or maybe three times a day and they yeah. s- eat and sleep in between. Like that yep. is their. They have no yeah. other stress. Yeah.
2: And, w- and what they eat. But to be honest, the most complete, basic food you've ever seen.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But but in saying that, with COVID, I think COVID has provided its own stresses. Oh, for me. Oh, yeah. God knows, so. I've been more stressed this year than. Well, I've been pretty stressed in the last few years, but this year's been pretty bad too. I reckon, well, to be honest. You-
0: you had a tricky situation, Isabel. You undertook full-time coaching, and and then yeah. all of a sudden, boom! Least it's probably the worst possible time to really bat, to, <laughs> to change your
1: career. Yeah, and who's yeah. gonna?
0: No one had a crystal ball, you know. Like, no. we didn't, and um. But
1: but but what I say, what I reflect is, um, if you um, if I can survive this, well, geez, I can survive anything. Yeah, that is true. I say that about any any ultra <laughs> and 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 any tough time yeah. and any injury well if I can survive this and if I can if I can push through this and work through this then I can you know and all those tough times in life my god they make you so much stronger and and I'm and and this is uh, don't get yes. me started on parents mm-hmm. who don't let their kids experience any difficulties. Is these children are going to grow up and they have no resilience. The only way you can develop yeah. resilience and and st- inner strength and is by shoveling. going through tough times. And and that could be an injury, that could be a a sickness, it could be a COVID, it could be a job loss, whatever it is. Yeah. Those are the things that make you stronger. And also those are the things that make the good times that much more amazing and worthwhile. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that, up the that very true. You, you
2: don't know the, the high unless yep. you know the low.
1: Exactly. Now,
2: that, 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 you know, if taking out, there there are lows that need medical attention.
1: That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm low. not, you
2: know, of course. But if, if it's within the normal bell curve, you do need to be at mm. one end of the bell curve to appreciate the other end of the bell curve.
0: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And um, now I hear yeah. you and I, I um, yeah, I think there's been a, with the with the whole, with COVID, there's been this collective stress of the world. It's like you feel it, you know, it's yeah. not even, yeah. and that's, and like I feel it when I walk into a supermarket and I see t- sticky tape or tape all over the floor yeah. yeah. telling tell oh, me yeah. where to stand you know and i I'm a, i get it i do the rules but i'm like oh it's so frustrating i'm so the, i never want to see an arrow on the floor ever again telling me <laughs> that I have to this, you know like it's when those when the date may never go but that those are the sorts of things that trigger my stress at the moment and i feel like i don't have the same and because i'm not running as well i i certainly feel like i don't have that same reserve of resilience at the moment and um so that's it that i think that's a factor of being injured I, I, I do feel a little bit more grumpy yes i I, yeah. I do feel like i need to have and like i'm not getting half as much exercise as what i want to but you know like it's also a time thing which i mean i was already pressed for time <laughs> you know like and so now yeah. being injured on top of that makes it extra hard but i mean i'm just gonna i get out and i've been doing a bit of walking as well and just because I want to move. You know, I just want to move my body and be outside, you yeah. know. So, um, so you know, and the weather's pretty good for the most part when it's not blowing a gale and snowing here. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no. But, you know, so we just – yeah, it's hard. We've got to be – so an injury – speaking of resilience, I'm using this injury as an opportunity, as a growing experience, so that I will come back stronger than – Yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah, to, and, I'm, and that's why
1: I always see injury that it's a time to come back stronger.
0: Yeah, I don't think my best days are behind me. I I choose to believe no. that my best days of running are still in front of me, and um, whatever that looks like though is up to me. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, it's we. It, look, and I'm not going to say it doesn't suck. It does suck. You know, <laughs> but um, it could be worse. I'm I'm healthy. I yeah. have I have lots of things that, to be grateful for so you know yeah that's an important thing to remember too I do see people completely have these public meltdowns when they've had a, when they're injured and stuff and you know it's I think maybe keep them a little less public like but yeah. I, I, you know it's hard when you're injured it does it feels like everything's you're losing everything <laughs> anyway yeah. but no it's all good and I'm yeah so this weekend you will see me. Um, and there'll be photos. I'm going to dress up in something awesome. I haven't decided good. yet. And um, and can you please put a photo on uh, the coaching round table? <coughs> oh, there'll be. I'll put. It, I'll put photos for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be, um There'll be photographers out and about. And uh, yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to everyone who's going down for the six hour and the twelve hour. I'm um, hoping there's some, some decent runs and. And it's forecast for 27 degrees, but there's a pretty high chance that it's going to rain as well. Yeah. So if I don't mind if it's that, as long as it's not, like, howling with wind. You know, yeah. like, yeah. But anyway. So, yeah. All right. I'll, well,
1: I think that's a good place to put a pin in it, isn't it? To
0: yeah, put We put all look is. forward we're, to we're seeing all looking your forward
2: um, to seeing Daniel wearing his undies on the outside this weekend.
0: Don't yeah. try and – oh, maybe that's a good idea. See, I, I was even thinking of a superhero suit. But then I'll think, that's going to be hot. I need to find the right balance. You know, yeah. something that looks, that looks funny. Anyway, a little looks, less lycra. I'm like, <laughs> ah, yes, now I'm <laughs> Um. All right. Any um, – oh, before we go, any mm-hmm. housekeeping from you guys, I've, I am just going to make a little announcement about my – about Distance Runners Unlimited, which is my coaching business. So we have – I've been named – by infinite as the aff- affiliate club of the month for, mm. oh well done. For, the, for the month of October and so that will be for it um, there'll be discounts for everybody so uh, stay tuned to next week or uh, or my social media and you can uh, get amongst that infinites a good product infinite um, brought actually brought ash and I together so mm. thanks uh, yeah, it, we are, it is
2: how it is how we connected. Yes. Yeah,
0: through um, Jason from Infinite put us in contact. So and um and here we are. The rest is history. So I um but no good product. And so yeah, we well, stay tuned. Any other news from you guys, or you're pretty happy? No, I'm all yep.
2: I'm all good. All right, at Excellent. the end of the day, I'm I am good. Good. October right. is almost here. I can't believe it.
0: Yes. October we'll is almost
1: push. here and I've done nothing. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not true. You've done
2: okay. so. I, I, from what I've seen, you have done a massive amount in a very uh, limited amount of time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, space. Yes. Yeah, more the 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 capacity. Yes.
0: Yep. So mm. well done to everybody who's made it this far in 2020. Yeah. I okay. know. Yeah. Seriously. Totally. Yep. Tip, tip yep. of the hat to you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Indeed. All right. All right.
1: Well, have a good week, awesome. everybody. Now, and, uh, uh, what I, what don't I get into
2: if, if anyone is feeling those little niggles, et cetera, chuck yes. it on our Facebook page and um, people will make oh. comments. And that can be a very good learning spot. Yeah. Uh, you know, right. if, if we think the comments are, are way out of line, which I very much doubt. I've never seen a way out of line comment on our page. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah moderate that. That's good. uh, Yes, it's how you can learn.
0: Yeah.
1: Exactly. All All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye.
0: Have an awesome week, everyone.